This one is called the pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Oh, yeah. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. That is correct. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from Chobo Studios in beautiful Van Nuys, California. That's right. And before we go any further, we want to thank our fr- uh, friends who have been contributing on yes, Patreon. Yeah. Thank you, everybody who signed up to contribute to the show through Patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash funniest thing. You can contribute as little as $5 a month or on up. We yeah. do believe in the law of circulation, so yes. it's actually fun. Yes. To invest in things you love, we we practice this ourselves. Yes, and um, but it, you know, as you know, we stepped out boldly when Unity Online Radio closed its doors recently, and it's just gotten better and better ever since. So uh, thank you all for contributing at Patreon.com yes. forward slash Funniest Thing for as little as a cup of coffee. See, you don't even have to buy the two of us if you like our show and you really get a lot of out out of it. You don't even have to commit to buying two of us a cup of coffee each month because for the price of one cup of coffee at Starbucks. That's right. It really helps us out on continuing to produce yeah. and keep doing this show. Yeah, we're big believers in budget, you know, knowing what your budget is. And we've actually just about like hitting exactly what we're putting out to produce the show right yes. now. So we appreciate all of you and we look forward to continued growth in that area now. Yes. Bizarro, would you mind? Well, now it's time to assume the position, Ed. Yes, sir. Today's show is called Assume the Position with Jerry Roberts and Roger Leslie. Great guests, man. We're very excited. I like Jolly Roger Leslie. Yeah, you've been insisting that, so we'll throw that in there from now on. Dr. Roberts and uh, (laughs) Jolly Roger will be joining us during the second segment. You're going to love them as much as we do. Uh, When we give up fighting the events in our lives, somehow... Things always go better for us. We must refuse the urge to keep banging our heads against life. Instead, we can choose to think affirmatively and yield to the grace of divine order. On this episode, Daryl and Ed encourage listeners to drop the resistance and assume the position of receiving all that we desire. And during the second segment, Unity Minister Jerry Roberts and author Jolly Roger Leslie Join the show to read and discuss today's daily word, let go, let God. Now, are we going to jump right into the three breaths? Let's just tell a quick little miracle story. So each week, if you're a regular listener, you know that every week these shows come together just like how we um, share on every show the process of living by these principles. Yes, you know, following divine guidance and inspiration and not trying to uh, control every 
portion of it, taking our mental hands off the steering wheel. Right. I mean, these are light, joyful nudges that actually uh, lead us to this show coming together so wonderfully. When we, when we say divine order, it's so often so obvious that when we're caught up in our head trying to do it the way we think it should be done that we overlook it. Yeah, so the topic started with um, a... Uh, a quote that uh, that's often quoted by or a word that's often quoted and um, given a great description as a tool for growing spiritually and consciously by Neville Goddard. And the word is assumption, which mm-hmm. we're going to talk about. Right. So somehow the way it in my brain works, we started turning to assume the position. Yes. And, uh, you know, because it's kind of funny. And then we kind of let that go. That was like Sunday. We had that thought. Right. And we, okay, that'll be the title. And we, well, let's see what happens. And on, um, oh, what day was this? I'll tell you. What was the 16th? I guess that was Tuesday or Wednesday. What's today? Today's the 18th. That was Thursday. Wow. So Thursday, after my morning routine, which right. is another thing we recommend, to get pull my head out wherever it was and uh, become more optimistic yeah i drew a picture of myself just laying down because the idea came i the thought after i was having this quandary in my mind of thoughts that were just attacking thoughts and bombarding my head with worries and concerns right and then the feeling of the need to how to kind of fix it right i said i refuse to bang my head against life today. So it inspired me to draw this that in my book and then draw this little image of me laying down with dog Gidget next to me. And then I wrote, I yield to the grace of divine order. I refuse to bang my head against life. Yeah. And I yield to the grace of divine order. When I don't fight against the events of my life, somehow things go better for me. And I'll hold that up for if you're watching on. Um, I gotta see if I got that right. If I'm watching on, if you're watching on YouTube, wait, where am I? Is that there, on there? that's us for yeah, YouTube you're good over there? there. This <laughs> okay. is for okay because I for our guests see they can see. All right, it if you show so them. I took a picture of this because Ed's usually on the same wavelength for some reason, which is great. So I'm not alone in these thoughts. So I took a picture, sent it to Ed, and later on Ed goes, "Wait a minute." We could use this for the. This is perfect for this show, right? So that kind of became the uh, our description for the show, and things have just been coming together miraculously since then. We right. Were, a friend of Ed's from high school showed up. That's right, Maloney. Maloney, the day after. Yes. And we all got together at uh, a place down in Culver City. So we were thinking we need to come up with three breaths, right? So we were going, huh, what could go with, I assume the position? Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know what happened? That was on Tuesday. This came first. The title, and that came first. And then you wrote that. Holy cow. See, Derek, this is what we're talking about with this. First of all, you got to do your morning routine, which is wake up, do some inspired reading, which retunes my brain. I'll speak for myself. It retunes my brain. To the awareness of divine order, to the yes. connection to really to who I really am. It reacquaints me with me because yes. by the time my feet hit the floor and I walk to the living room where I even do my morning routine, these old conditioned ideas about they're basically based on scarcity. What I'm going to have to do? How am yes. I going to get it? Oh, that's not going to happen. There's all this fear, doubt, and worry. Yes. So we sit down. We read these books. 
we remember that ah, uh, because when you hear it and it finally starts to seep in, uh, that fear just naturally starts to evaporate. Then we meditate, and then we do some affirmative prayer. And if, and what this does is it really helps us to assume the position of receptivity to yes. our good, because that's what really a lot of this is about. So we had the the title when we were sitting with Maloney. You came up with the breaths there. Yes. And then two days later, you read that thing and uh, from your journal. Yeah, it sent you the picture. And I was like, hold on. And I just re- <laughs> I just whatever, re- um, aligned everything and sent it back. I was like, dude, that, that was the perfect description. But this is the thing. By assuming the position of receptivity, assuming yes. the position of our position, which is to receive the good, that there's this divine power, this divine yes. mind that flows through us willingly when we allow it. It's always happening. Yes. But when we do our part to cooperate with it, it just starts to flow in. Yes. We wouldn't have – this show wouldn't have come together the way it did if we weren't – because we yeah. we always talk about this. The kind of people we like or the kind of people that light us up, that we know whether – that they're practicing these principles the way we are, are the ones who – when we talk about stuff, little funniest things that happen along the way, they light up. Yes. And when they tell us their little funniest things about how this came together and that, yes. we light up. Because yes. it's like we're all – we recognize this divine flow and yes. feel it when we hear it and know yes. it when we see it. And it's like – it's more than just one nice thought. It's tuning into a frequency of wholeness yes. and happiness and prosperity and that's really what this assuming the position is all about. Which leads us now that we gave this. This is just, and this is just how it's used practically. Yeah. I mean, sharing this story, I hope you're realizing, listening right. to this, right. like we're, and it reassures us all the time. Right. That this is the way to approach everything. Yes. And just. This is an example of how we're always using it to create the show every week. Right. Right. And, and then when we get into situations that might startle us or an email about a bank situation or it could be anything, it could just be a thought in our head. Or that program I have to add to my credential. I have to get these four classes to get this autism certification, even though I've been teaching for 25 years. Yes, you know, like, yes. I mean, there's a, it just brings stuff up it brings, and it's yes. like seemingly out of nowhere. And then that fear and that, ah. So it's about, when we say assuming the visit, it's about being able to not let these feelings, not succumb to the, it's okay to have these feelings. We're going to yeah. have them. It's not, right. like, oh, no, I'm losing. No, it's right, like, okay. Right. Let that go. Oh. But don't, now I don't have to succumb to those feelings mm-hmm. and I could adjust by reading something inspirational, calling Silent Unity, talking with a friend who's right, on the same right. you know page as me, who's going to give me a positive, faith-filled solution. Yeah. So uh, now all that led, leads up perfectly. That will probably now make our three breaths make perfect sense to you when you repeat them with yes, us. Yes, 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 yes. So, and I'll add this one last thing, which yes. was when. The other day when I got a, a text from my brother about what we're doing for Father's Day or, you know, I'm a father too, mind you. I know. I remind um, you of that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, just so everyone else out there knows to contextualize. So I got a, a text about what he had set up for my my, uh, my father, our father, um, and uh, our father who art in Tustin, <laughs> where I grew up. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh. Anyway. But it hit me like, oh, I don't like what, a, you know, just like stress, you know. Yes. And I 
what I realized was, because I hadn't really assumed the position of like receptivity in my good yet in the day. I came yes. in the morning. And what it's, it, it pointed to, I realized I was already stressed out about it. Like my mind was already in a, in a non-receptive uh, non to good place. It was tangling with a million things. Yes, right? yes. So this message came in and it like bounced off that resistance I was already feeling. And um, what I realized was what I really want to do in this situation and in every situation is, is change my own mind so that I realize how loved yes. and supported – and amazing I am. And sometimes, for some reason, for me, that's like the scariest thing. It's like, because some part of me thinks it's not possible. Oh, I know. Oh, wait. And another thing is that we were talking about this week. I don't know where we got this idea or this programming. Well, I know where I got it, but I can't speak for everyone. Right, um, right. Of afraid, if I'm my authentic self, yeah. somehow it's going to harm, it's going to disrupt things right, it's gonna it's right. gonna make other people upset yeah or it's or they're gonna somehow it's yeah, gonna hurt be harmful right, to others right. or i'm gonna feel ashamed right if i'm my own so it's like it's i'm not being receptive yeah. when i'm always on guard that's right and, and you know and I, I being in education and also being having been a baby once <laughs> a lot of us have been conditioned to believe that like us being ourselves and having raised a kid too is like getting in the way of everyone else's plans. Right, it's like yes. this ongoing thing. And, and so that it actually can seem like extreme to be ourselves, which is crazy because we already are really ourselves. Yes. And when we are ourselves, it releases so much. And when we're on, yeah. when we're able to be honest without fear of loss and we are ourselves, number one, we feel like a sense of yeah. joyful energy mm -hmm. flow through us. And, Everyone seems to really embrace that. Oh, they really do. The, even the people we were terrified might not respond appropriately to what we thought. And that's why, like, in the past I struggled because I used to go outward to try to convince other people that it was okay for me to be me, right? Like the yes. people who I thought were holding me down or what have you. And that's why it's so awesome to have a personal relationship with the divine Yes. Having a morning routine where you go to that place because I can say whatever I want to God, you know, all this stuff. Yeah. And it doesn't trigger God like that. We don't get in arguments. God helps yes. this divinity within me, which ends up being who I really am. Yes. Um, loves me for every single part of me. Yes. Every single part of me. So all we really have to do is assume the position. It really is assuming the position that we are divinely supported and loved and that are good. Yeah. God, like lately I've been saying, asking or saying to myself something that Dugan taught you, which is like, I wonder what good is going to come from yeah. this. And I say it about even the resistance I'm feeling to my, in the morning. I say, I wonder how God's even going to use the resistance I'm feeling right now. Yes. You, you can, instead of just like desperately trying to get rid of the resistance, it's like, I wonder how even this is going to bless the others today yeah. or I'm going to be blessed by this. And it's it just, it's always about like taking the yeah. weight and pressure off of myself and just, I feel like we were put here to have a party of, you know, yeah. grace and divinity and joy. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we came here to make friends. Yeah. To be friends. So, yeah, exactly. So, we just really need to reassume that position in life. And, like Florence Scovelshin said, that it's not a war, not a battle. No. It's really a game of giving and receiving. That's it. And that we all have something valuable to give. 
And the best way to do that is to tap into it within ourselves and feel it and receive it within ourselves first so that we can then express it to others and also recognize it in yeah. others as well. Yeah, recognizing it in others really helps me recognize it in me. All right, let's take a deep breath here to clear our mind. Ah, uh, here's the breaths that were birthed that day uh, with Maloney, right? Yeah, you ready? I improve my condition when I assume the position. Ah, I improve my condition when I assume the position. Ah, I improve my condition when I assume the position. Ah. You know, this there, I mean there's a whole nother level of assumption to this as well, which That's is right. assuming like I was telling you, I've been thinking about going into this educational therapy um kind of role as consultation rather than being in the classroom yes you know looking for like the what the next step might be where i can feel more fulfilled supported more creatively engaged and and all these i talked about it last time how i ran into someone who was an educational therapist right after we were talking about it she basically looked me in the eye and said you got to take the leap you know the universe started winking back at me this about this and i did on my way home though i realized I already am an educational therapist. That's why it feels good. What I yes. do with yes. my kids and my students really already falls under that realm. Yes. And it's so assuming the position is also assuming you are already that which you desire yes. to be. Because most of the time, or maybe all the time, when, when we have this desire, it's because we desire to express more of what we already That's are. Right. So when we assume yes. the position, it's not egoic or like in a negative sort of way. It is more realistic it's more stepping more assuming it, the role of the position of who yeah, we well, actually already are it's, yeah it's assuming the receptive position of agreeing to be doing god's will because god's will is always the thing that makes us happier and yet we yeah. think oh no i'm being egomaniac egomaniacal this is true f- this week because i'm having this art exhibit in Molly's Garage. <laughs> July 1st, you can come on down uh, in Beverly Hills and check out this yes. art exhibit. From 5 to 9. And What's the address on Rodeo? 474 South Rodeo Drive. Ooh. Yes, you could repeat this. You could rewind on podcasts and get that address. Yeah. I'll be there. So, but here's so will the thing. I. I've been a little uh, getting apprehensive about it because this is pretty fascinating artwork, to say the least. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> but so in my mind, I'm like, oh, oh, like feeling myself not assuming the position right, of receptivity right. and starting to feel like this, is, you know, what are people going to think? About? You know, all that garbage. Finally, I was talking to a fan of our show and a longtime friend of mine, Kirk Chelson. Right. And we were both just having so much joy saying to ourselves, right. and, it, and it's assuming the position of acceptance and receptivity, and it came out as, I don't give a beep what <laughs> anyone else thinks. Yeah. And it's not in an unloving, angry, I mean, this is not an angry, I don't care what people think, but it was a... Free at last. Free at last from my own ideas of yeah. what people think. Because here's the thing, and I know this, but I forget it. It's not what you will think of me that prevents me from being myself. 
It's what I think you will think of me right. that prevents me from being right. myself. But just we were both going, and we started laughing like, I don't give a beep about what anyone thinks of yeah. me. What a great feeling. Oh, it's, and now I'm looking forward to this thing. And, I'm, and now that's like, I think because deep down in our subconscious, in our soul, that's not really what we care about. Yeah. Anyway, so it's locked in there. And now I'm looking forward to this thing, like look, like wondering. I, I'm looking forward to how it's all going to come about because I don't give a beep about what people think about me. Yeah, that's wonderful. I mean, I'm looking at you thinking like this. You're obviously born an artist. You you are. <laughs> Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. I know you very well. I, you know, we deal with each other all the time, and it's just like it's so funny that like all this stuff we're learning is just really how to be naturally ourselves. Because yes. I was just thinking, a lot of us were like educated or raised to think like, oh, if if that school accepts me as an artist, then I'm an artist, oh, or if this yes. person grades me right, then I'm a writer. But if you got writing inside you to write, you're a writer. If you yes. have art inside you that wants to come out or songs, yes. then you're. We don't need approval. Like God put that within us. We are the ones who really just have to give our stamp of approval. Let's get into some readings, though, because the, the first thing should be Kirky's postcard, because that's really this show. Oh, okay, good. All right, so this is actually the funniest thing. It's so funny. And then it came this week. I think this came on Wednesday. After Kirk Chelson, the guy you were just, uh, I don't give a bleep about what other people are thinking <laughs> with. After we decided what the title would be, Ed gets this postcard, folks. And for some reason on the front it says, Now I Know How the Bunny Runs. It's got a beautiful picture. Why don't you show it up so our audience on YouTube can see Ed's little face. Yeah, let me show these guys bunny too ears. on guests. So, uh, well, yeah, we have a habit. Daryl started of um, sending these funny postcards. This one came all the way from Germany or Poland, maybe. Um, and it says, but, this, but the thing is, the, the, the writing on here is what it's all about. This is, this is the medicine. And it's from Neville Goddard. Literally, this came this week. Our show is called Crazy. Assume the Position. And listen to the first sentence here. By persisting in the assumption that you already are the person you want to be, you rise above all doubt, fear, and belief in the power outside of outside conditions or circumstances, and your world inevitably conforms to your assumption. Yes. Because what we're... These are the type of assumptions that are coming from within you. You're just assuming the truth of your own being. That's why it's not magic words. No. It's just like acknowledging and embodying what's already true. So what do we got from Alan Cohen, yeah, this, Deep Breath of Life? This is from June 20th, if you have the book. You can go to DarylNed.com. There's a reading list if you want to order it. Uh, we don't make money off of those books, but you can add them to your morning routine. Yeah, and he kicks it off with a uh, affirmation from A Course in Miracles that says, Miracles are natural. And that's what we're talking about. That's we're what Charles Fillmore would say, for sure. We're assuming the position of receptivity and miracles occur naturally. So listen to this. And this is all about assumption, folks. Those who attune their vision to behold perfection will find it, create more good, and enjoy it. Those whose sight is set on loss, victimization, and death will continually manifest those experiences. If something can go right, it will. The purpose of relationships is to love. To find the good is not Pollyanna. It is the only way that works. Yes. Experiment for a day, week, month, year, or lifetime by claiming perfect as usual 
and refuse to settle for less. And we're talking about within our own thoughts. Yeah. The life available to you is far greater than the one we have accepted. And his, his final affirmation is, show me the world you intended for me to enjoy. I live in a world of good. I claim perfection now. Wow, that goes right into Eric Butterworth from Celebrate Yourself, another great book I recommend, we recommend. And he's and this is a chapter called The Prayer That Never Fails. Oh, yes. And he, I'm just going to read a part of it where he says, yes. The ageless formula of creation is let there be. Not there must be. I wish there could be. Dear Lord, make there be. Yeah. Just let there be. No strain or hurry or force of will. When we say let there be, it is the full focus of our consciousness saying yes to the activity of God. This is the simplest and most effective prayer treatment. That which you desire, God desires in and through you. That which you work for is seeking you. Stop trying to make money and let substance flow. Stop trying to make a demonstration and seek to discover the decision that infinite mind is revealing in you. Let there be. This is the prayer that never fails. And you know what's funny? Kirk sent me another postcard that I happen to be using as a bookmark for this chapter. And it says, it's another quote from Eric Butterworth where he says, Whenever I feel I have so much to do that it seems impossible to accomplish it all. This is the very time to pause and take a break. <laughs> and that, look at perfect timing, Edward. Yeah. You know, as we go to the break, I'm not going to read this whole thing, but... Oh, we'll read some but, of it. But uh, since we have just a second, another yeah. minute here, um, Christopher Chenoweth, he's another unity minister that Aaron Cohen talks about. Yes. He has a positivechristianity.org. He gets, I get his email every day. He says, I'm going to share a technique with you that changed my life several decades ago. I was taught by a wise spiritual teacher to pronounce everything in my life as good. I argued with this teacher, protesting that everything in my life wasn't good. That teacher said, try it. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. When I first started to do this, I was criticized by others for my Pollyanna attitude. I was criticized for not looking at things realistically. I came to realize that always looking at things negatively was not a realistic attitude. Over time, the same people that used to criticize me saw such a change in me that they wanted what I had obtained. In my 40 years of ministry, I've been amazed at how blind people are to the good in their lives. The good always overwhelms the bad. If you cannot believe that, then you need this exercise. I have seen this exercise eliminate depression in people that did not have chemical imbalance, but that had been focusing exclusively on the bad things in their lives. Pronounce every personal experience as good and of God, and by that mental attitude, you will call forth only good in your life. What seemed bad will disappear, and only the good will remain. Ah, that is pure medicine and a fun exercise. I, I'm th- already thinking of things. I'm going to yeah, start using I, that on immediately. I mean, you know, it's not always easy, but I started doing it this morning. I mean, yesterday, yes. and it is, you can tell, it starts to just ah. Ah, let life flow. All right, well, coming up next, today's guest, Unity Minister Jerry Roberts and author Jolly Roger Leslie. That, that is Roger Leslie uh, in the, as the author. That's where his books say. Uh, join the show to read and discuss today's daily word. Let go. Let God. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed.
We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We're into the second segment, Ed. We made it. Yes, we're assuming the position. Correct. And it's improving our condition. That is so true. (laughs) That is so true. And in just a minute, we will have Unity Minister Jerry Roberts and author Roger Leslie, a.k.a. Jolly Roger. And I just talked to them at the break and found out that really is true of Roger Leslie, that he is a jolly fella. Ah, good. My, in- my intuition. And it's not just coincidence. It's something that he, he practices. Oh, yeah. And everyone out there can be jolly, too, if you're not already. All right. So we have a book called The Miracle of Mind Dynamics. We love these kind of old-time books, if you will. Like with cool names, the miracle of mind dynamics. This is Joseph Murphy. Yes. Yeah, it's so good. How to triumph over discord. If there is discord in your home or office, claim that God is absolute harmony and that his harmony reigns supreme in your mind and in that of the other person or persons. Keep up this prayer until the day breaks and the shadows flee away. This prayer will bring results. Rearrange all your thoughts, imagery, and responses on the side of peace and harmony. If you see hatred in the other, practice knowing that the love of God dissolves everything unlike itself in the mind and heart of that person. This would be effective prayer. What is true of God is true of you, and to know, you, to know this is the truth with such, which sets you free. If you do not know the answer to a perplexing problem, claim that the wisdom of God reveals to you the answer, and you will receive it. Oh, Who was, was that? I was just saying. Oh, it was uh, Bill Engelhart who was on the show last That's week. That's right. He was saying he teaches a lot of prosperity yes. courses. And he was saying it's really about more than anything. It's about releasing our reluctance to receive yes. our good. And that's why I love Murphy and Neville Goddard where they make it so clear that there's no God that is putting any limitation on anything good in your life. That all of that is self-inflicted in, or self-imposed. Yes. And it might have been taught and it might be this like kind of deeper kind of seemingly subconscious patterning. But it's not – there's no God that is holding any judge. There's none. There's no. No, that does not exist in the mind of the divine at all. That the sooner we recognize our divinity, the more good just comes flowing in because the whole universe is geared toward that. All right. Let's thank our listeners. Yes. If you want to send us anything, send us a uh, mail it to Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. This week we, we got a card from Penny Akashi yep. and a donation, which we thank you for. Penny actually will likely be there tomorrow when we yes. speak at Union of the West Side. Uh, she's an amazing person and uh there's a quote khalil gibran says it is when you give of yourself that you truly give daryl and ed thank you for raising my spirit when i listen to you i started the morning routine but have not been consistent however i am heading in the right direction yes ed i heard you mention queer eye and how they are like fairy godmothers the one day i was saying i was walking into school and i needed a boost that's right and i started imagining like because i love to call on the angels if you will and i imagine my angels were the guys from queer eye (laughs) and what would they tell me walking into school that's right like you got this you own this you know like bring out your everyone you know what you're doing everyone here loves you they want more of you and it really boosted me so that's what penny's talking about i heard you mention queer eye and how they are like fairy godmothers you are so right i've been watching them and they certainly are beacons of joy 
Keep doing your great work with love and gratitude, Penny. And Daryl, congrats on your new book. Well, thank you, Penny. We appreciate you. Ah. And uh, yeah, again, send us things. Funniest thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. If you go to DarylNed.com, go to our contact form. You can email us. If you have any questions, you want to come on the show, anything you want us to discuss, Anything you want to share, we yes. love to share it. The more you share it, the more other people are blessed by it. Yep. That, that is always the truth. Again, if you want to support the show, go to patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. You can contribute as little as $5 a month, which is not little. For us, it's a lot. No, we magnify It's all magnified and multiplied, and it just keeps the good rolling. So yes. um, let's see. We talked about our website. We want to thank uh, – let's thank our uh, engineer here. Yes. Indy Fawcett here at Chobo Studios. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, guys. Love you. Yeah, if you want to do an amazing podcast like we're doing. Yeah, or, you live or, in Los like, Angeles. Yeah, come to Chobo Studios, chobostudios.com. Or if you want anyone to edit your podcast or edit your videos, what do you, what do you got going with that, Indy? Yeah, we just launched a new side of the business called podshuttle.io, where anybody anywhere can upload their podcast, and we'll edit it for you and do clips. So we, we, can, we can do it all, baby. And I've seen them on Instagram, and they're amazing. So uh, check out Pod Shuttle. Yes, sir. Thank you. Podshuttle.io, baby. .io. E-I-E-I-O. Okay. Uh, we also like to thank the man who really built Unity Online Radio, yes. the whole station. Yeah. He's out there in Kansas City. He now works for us. We actually uh, pay Jeff Comfort to join us. He's on the Funniest Thing payroll, so, th- so it's part of your contribution goes is going to Jeff to him. Comfort to do what he had been doing for us while at Unity Online Radio. But most importantly, each week, he, he takes, takes us. us Right into the comfort zone. Shout out to the prayer line, a.k.a. Silent Unity, 800-NOW-PRAY, 800-669-7729. They're the first phone line in Missouri. I called them on the way here today about some anxiety, anxious thinking that was coming up around my summer school that's getting started, all the things, you know, life. I just transitioned from finishing my school year, like, I'm, you know, so whatever. It doesn't matter why, but I called them, and I, the most wonderful woman affirmatively prayed for me because it's not always easy to assume the position on your own. That's, That's why right. we read books. That's why we talk to each other. That's why we listen to things like the show. But calling Silent Unity, 800-NOW-PRAY or 800-669-7729 is a free and easy way to assume the position. Um, when you hear someone else praying from God, from that place of knowing, it makes it easier for us to find our way into the same yes. kind of position. So we recommend it. We use it. Shout out Message of Hope if you want to find out more about what they do. Outreach at Unity. Uh, what is it? Unity.org. And, no, uh, UnityOnline.org. Oh, UnityOnline.org. And they um, provide daily words in Braille. They also do in Spanish and uh, into institutions and yes. people in need. So you can go to Outreach at UnityOnline.org. So now – Time to welcome our guests. Yes. One is a unity minister who just, quote, retired. We'll see what that looks like because a lot of these guys end up can't get enough. They end up doing keep going in some way or form. I know Jerry's uh, got a, still got a lot in the tank. So uh, unity minister Jerry Roberts is going to be with us, all, is with us also. His husband, author Roger Leslie, a.k.a. Jolly Roger. I was looking up because um, my first last year – is an amazing book that I recommend. It's on my nightstand now. Yes. Um, everyone that I know that's read it, it just gives you a renewed perspective on, I think, on the power that comes through 
living each day fully and realizing uh, it's like it's never too late. Anything in our mind that thinks it's too late to start living fully. So um, my first last year is a great book to remind you that none of the, that it's always the perfect time to start living fully. I'm looking at his website. He has a new book, uh, or I don't know how new, but from inspiration to publication. Uh, what is it called? Master book writing, one piece at a time. So I think he helped edit uh, Terry, Terry McBride's yeah. book, uh, if I'm not mistaken, and who's been on our show many times. We haven't, and uh, but at any rate, we really thank both of you for joining joining us. We didn't realize the coincidence of it being Pride Month, no. and you two coming on. Uh, just a way. It's just. I mean, Jerry's here mainly. First thing was that your your card fell out of our my book, and it was on my seat, and now you're here. And this was years after we met the first time. So. Uh, happy, uh, I don't know what time it is, afternoon to both of you. How are you doing? Hey, we're doing great. Fantastic. Doing great. Thank yes. you so much for having us on. It is Happy oh, Pride Month, 38 years together for us. Wow. So, it's a very happy thing. It's so amazing. I mean, we love both of you. Uh, we appreciate you both being here. We love how these principles are just so inclusive and unifying that you know, we it wasn't it wasn't until after the fact that that we were like, wait, it's Pride Month. Well, this is crazy the way spirit always works and brings us all together at the perfect time. Well, you know, the last message that I gave at my church, I was there for 15 years, and the last message I gave there, I reiterated the five unity principles, but I said the one that really resonates with me is principle five. I believe all the principles, but principle five says that we must live. You know, we must acknowledge and we must live the principles. And uh, so that's not enough just to say we believe in them, that we have to live them. And, yeah. and that's where the, uh, you know, that's really where we uh, become all that we can be. It's not just saying I believe something, but every day I wake up and I say my job today, my work today, my joy today mm -hmm. is to put these things that I know to be true in practice. And so um, wow. that was one of the last things I shared with my congregation that is awesome well i mean that that is so good like that's such a good thing to remind ourselves that each day because we practice this stuff yes. and sometimes we don't think because we work when we work with these principles so much gets done in so many amazing ways yeah, that it can that, almost feel yes. like what did i what am i doing yeah, I'm, I, I'm not but, doing enough but realizing <laughs> that living these principles yeah. is our primary job so that's a great one well that's why i also like that unity it, was uh, is I don't know what the school is called now, but I remember when I was introduced to Unity, and I think for many years it was School of Practical Christianity. Right, and that was something I'd been looking for. Yeah, really, my whole life, and didn't know it until I found it, and I was introduced to Emmett Fox's right uh, writings at the same time that I was I discovered Unity. And uh, Reverend David McClure in 1986, two years after you two met, <laughs> and uh, and uh, two books that mattered most to me early on were were Eric Butterworth's and uh, um, Myrtle No, uh, Emily, Emily, Emily Katie, Emily Katie. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah. Those oh, are the first books that I read that were uh, just really impactful. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I was going to say. You know what's particularly exciting to me is that when spirit asks us to do something, we think we're called to inspire other people, but we actually will get inspired by just being in that moment. For yes. example, earlier in this segment when you two were talking, two things came to mind. 
Daryl, when you were talking about worrying about what other people think about you and everything, a principle that Jerry and I have lived by for years is we would worry a whole lot less of what people thought of us if we realized how seldom they do. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Us, they're worrying yeah. about themselves just as yes. we are. Yes. We're always trying to put our best foot forward. We're always trying to do what we can do. Yeah. People aren't worrying about other people. They're worrying about themselves. Yes. Instead, I want to just affirm for you, here's one of the principles that has made all the difference in my life. I know you mentioned that you're excited and a little nervous about your new program and starting this new venture with working with these special needs adults this summer and everything. Here's what I've learned that I like to share with my fly, my first last year students and with everyone I work with. It seems as though whenever we have an inspiration, that's the beginning of something. That's not the case. The inspiration is actually in the middle of a whole stream of things that are happening because before spirit ever inspires us to do anything, spirit has lined up everything and every person we need to support us on that journey. Wow. So though it seems like you're starting something new, everybody you need and everything you need once you enter that situation will already be there because spirit set it up that way for you before you ever got in. That is All right, great. we could end the show with that. <laughs> <laughs> that is just what I, I need to do. I don't want to dilute you. that at all. I know. <laughs> I know. What was the last oh, thing you were going to say? The last thing I was going to say is what blew my mind about these books, I never knew. I always thought religion was something out there. God was something out there. And that's why it was always such a disappointment to me. Right. Or it was just something, you know, you were you inherited what are you? I'm a Christian. What are you? I'm a Catholic. Just because our parents were, you know, but I never really. Right. So all my life, it felt like vague, like it, this yeah, isn't going to yeah. work uh -huh. until, you know, I was in. I, Mike Dugan walked into my life, introduced me to Emmett Fox. I started reading those books and I'm reading those books. And even though I was only 23, it felt like I already was in agreement with what was in those right, books. Right. It was like, oh, my God, really? It's like this. And I could use this as a way of life? Right. Oh, man, it's the game changer. And that's how Ed and I, we often tell, you know, we don't practice this stuff to, you know, because we think it'll make us better people or, or better than anyone else. The two of us can honestly admit freely that we apply this stuff because when we don't, we're, it's miserable. We're miserable. Yeah. And when we do... It's incredible. It's incredible. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. Life is wonderful. We're surprised and delighted about mm -hmm. how things work mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. We meet wonderful people like the two of you that come into our lives out of left field. Right. We couldn't even have planned how you guys ended up in our life with Ed's tr crazy trip to visit his brother and turned into a turn of events that got him to the church. And next thing you know, someone in your congregation just told you a week earlier that they were listening to our podcast i mean i love this stuff it's amazing and you know it's funny my mom who um when we first started doing the the show you know my mom's catholic it's funny first of all i didn't even know i was christian because catholics never like called us like there was like a, a divide like well they would actually say oh no the, like they yeah, would actually it was like something we're not different, christian right? yeah we're not christian uh, they're christians we're not christians no we're catholic I, yeah, what, so what, I had, it's anyway, insanity that's a side note but uh <laughs> but my mom who in the beginning was like like thought we were 
getting into the dark arts by uh, when we started sharing this stuff. And well, well, wait, you got to tell. We were reading from the Message Bible. It's a modern translation of the Bible that a nun gave us. Well, wait, but yes. But she gonna, didn't know that. I was going to give that for like the wind-up Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So we were reading from the Message Bible, and Ed's mom just happened to listen to the, the show. show. And she shared it. it with, first, she shared the show with my relatives, and then she listened. And then she listened, and then she heard that. That we're reading from the Message Bible. She then sent a mass email and everybody, "Don't listen to it." I'm show. sorry, I recommended this. Yeah, it's anti, it's anti-Catholic and all this other nonsense. And she was panicked, and Ed got so like shoved underwater. Oh, because like, I was on the phone with her yeah. when you were standing next to me. Yeah, so he was like in, hypnotized by the spell of mom that can happen. And I said, Ed, just let her know that. We were given that Bible from a Catholic nun who actually <laughs> said, this is my favorite version of the Bible. Yeah. I read this after reading the Catholic Bible so I can get a better understanding of how to apply these principles. Tell her that. Well, all that is to be said. My mom was the one who decided. I almost yes, didn't go. Yes, which then leads I to I almost this didn't miracle. go to see you guys, Jerry, that day. But my mom, for some reason, was the one who said, no, let's get in the car and go over there. And then she was the one who said, get in there and talk to him, Edward. And I was like half a... Yeah. The sequence of events was so amazing that yeah. I visit my member, Heidi, who I visit regularly, and she says, I'm listening to a new podcast, The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, and that Sunday, you walk in our temporary location, which was a school, yeah. and find us, and had I not met, been with Heidi that week, I wouldn't have known anything about you, and it just went from there, and then, of course, yeah. now, my car, years later, six or seven years later, my my card falls out of a book, you know, so there's yeah. out of your book and you go, gee, I think I'll give Jerry a call. And it was, so you know, what? It's, it's it was amazing, amazing too. How you wrote your you wrote your name and number on the back of this card. So I looked over, you know, my seat's black and there's just a white middle card. It just says Jerry Roberts with your number. I was, and that's all that was on the seat. The book wasn't even on there anymore. So I was just like, it was like you were driving with me. And I was like, okay. I just called because yes. I was like, this will give me a boost talking to a unity minister during the day. And, uh, yeah, and here we are. So I've got uh, to tell you something about creating yes. this philosophy of life that it's all a blessing. Always look for the blessing and everything is for our good. We're sitting in Roger's office upstairs in our house and we call it Roger Land. And I wish you could see it because it really reflects uh, him. He's got things from his childhood. He's got old metal lunchboxes displayed. Uh, wow. Everywhere in here, he's just rejoicing in the fun that he finds in life. And oh, people actually great. come over and want to see all the memorabilia and collectibles that he has from his childhood and from his life. And uh, it's just a place that brings him joy. And so when people come over to the house, uh, we ask them, you know, if you want to see Roger Land, and they're all fascinated. So this well, is I want to see I Roger know. Land. Yeah, I know. You should y'all come see it. It's fabulous. I, I was yeah. also going to say, Roger, uh, when you come on the episode by yourself, maybe you can do your episode from Roger Land, and we can all we could take our viewers to Roger Land. Yes, is that, is that something a, that you can do? That this really is this guy, and and so one thing that's really important is to you know. Meld yourself with people who are who are with a desire to look for the blessing, yeah. to, to not to not just mope and stay there forever, but who are really looking to see how can this shape my life for the better. Wow! And we have found that so often in our church. I'll tell you one quick story, and then I'll let Roger yeah. say a word too. But 
you know, we when you saw us, Ed, we were in a temporary facility at a school, and right. we built we built a church, and we moved into the church. And about three weeks after we moved into the church, Hurricane Harvey hit our area. Right. And Roger and I had to leave our house by boat. And then the church and our fellowship building were both flooded within three or four weeks after we moved in. But, wow. but what came from that was such a community of people, both people in our church and people in other uh, spiritual paths that came together and helped us restore that building financially and just physically mucking the place out and helping us pull up carpet and tear out uh, drywall and all of that stuff. And, and the uh, uh, imam from the uh, uh, Islamic mosque came, he and his family came, people from the Hindu temple came, uh, people from the synagogue came, all different communities came and worked with us to rebuild our church. And, uh, and when we finally dedicated the church, I asked them all to come to our church and say a prayer for the future of our church in their tradition. And so what a greater blessing was that? Wow. You know, I mean, if, if if that can come from a hurricane, then we should be not, not be surprised at all that everything in yeah. our offerings is good. The hits just keep coming with these guys, folks. I know. This is incredible. You know, that that, <laughs> that hurricane was named after my uh, grandfather. His name was Harvey. And my pa- my parents, my parents well, happened a, to be visiting. It was a doozy, I'm telling you. I know. And my, my parents happened to be visiting, and my dad is not very mobile, and they were very concerned. But we kept blessing it, and literally, like, three blocks around the house that my brother had bought, the water didn't raise that high. As to their house, I mean, there was some damage, but not like no flooding or anything. And and so in the it, we, I was just like, all right, this is a sign. It's it, Harvey, my grandfather. You know, like we just kept blessing. So in our case, and since my dad was there, we ended up being blessed in that case as well. Um, Roger, you want to chime in with anything? I know time's flying along here. I just just one other share concerning since we're talking about natural disasters. So <laughs> yeah. thirty years ago, Jerry and I were home. When, when a tornado hit our neighborhood and literally tore the roof off of our house while we were in the house. And it was one of the most traumatic experiences we ever had. But at the time, I was still struggling as an author. I really had a huge dream of what my author image would look like and how that career would take off and everything. And things weren't happening. Things weren't happening. Well, after we went through that experience, I got the inspiration to just write about it. Actually, I started just journaling about it as personal therapy for me. But then I realized, wow, this is a really interesting article. I sent it into Texas Magazine. It became my first cover article ever in a magazine. Wow. Even when things happen that don't seem like a blessing in the moment, there are blessings to be culled from that experience if we just look for them. Yeah. This is it, folks. What (laughs) wonderful thing is going to come of this? These and if guys we're willing are to go for it, if we're willing to go for it, we find that we're up for any of it. Yes. You know what? If this, we're willing to just really go for it, we find that we're up for any of it. Yeah. This, this reminds me of a short quote I heard from Terry McBride. And then we'll get into the daily word. Yeah. And it is, here I am, God. Deal, Deal me in. in. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's what he said. Just stick your head out of the window. 
roll down that car window. Sometimes you just got when you're frustrated, you got to just roll down that car window, stick your head out and say, "Here I am, God, deal me in." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, we better read the daily yeah, word. Time we're, is oh, flying. we're are flying. Uh, do you want to read it? No, you can. Okay, I'll read the daily word for us then. The daily word is let go, let God. I trust the process of life. Today, I resolve to give up my attempts to control life. Instead, I agree with life. I trust that spirit is in and through all things. Rather than resist or judge what appears before me, I have confidence in divine order and the absolute goodness of God. I take a deep breath and feel spirit's presence filling me with calming assurance. I begin to relax as I slowly release my grasp on things outside of my control and touch the fullness of my faith and the depths of my courage. Suddenly, I find myself at ease and untroubled. Freed from the illusion of control, I channel my energy into meeting my responsibilities and find my power in co-creating with the divine. I let go and let God, moving through life with ease and purpose. And the scriptures, Jeremiah 17, 7, blessed are those who trust in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. Ah, that is amazing. All right, fellas. Well, listen, you can go to rogerlesley.com to find out what Roger's uh, up to and tap into his books. You can also probably get them on Amazon, right, uh, Roger? Some of them, yes. Anyone particular you want, you think people would be good to start with regarding your, your writings? Uh, well, if you're an aspiring writer from inspiration to publication, if you are a spiritual seeker, as most people who are listening and watching are, I would say my first last year. I All agree. Right. I agree. All right. Well, hang on. We got a little story. Go ahead. Say real quick. I, yeah. I have uh, left the church after 15 years, and that's been quite the process. And uh, But I know there's more to do. And yeah. so... Uh, I have, we have been really busy at our church working with uh, marginalized communities and we work, we formed, uh, we are a sponsor of the Woodlands Pride and we have a teen uh, LGBTQ plus group called There's Room at Our Table. And then we're also really involved in in, uh, a group called Face Together, which invites and honors all uh, spiritual paths. And so- Um, and, and I'm very interested, you know, when, when we talk, we taught mostly immigrant children and, and we are concerned with their futures. And so, right. so we'll see where spirit leads next, but there's, there's something next for us. We yeah. Have, yeah. And what is it you need in honor of this weekend? We would just like to say happy Father's Day, happy Pride and happy Juneteenth. <laughs> yeah. There you Juneteenth. go. Thank you. You know what? I, it just hit me recently. I'll say this too, that. I was just thinking about what it would have been like for if someone was gay when I was a teenager and like I really was able to see all the work that has been done and you know and I know it's an ongoing thing but um for some you know like I find I think with all the media it's like sometimes it's hard to like really catch the heart of what things are about but for some reason I thought back and I just think that the work you're doing where you're bringing people together where someone can say wow I am who I am is actually a wonderful and amazing thing. Like I think no matter what we're, where we're coming from, where we can look other people and, and give them that permission and reflect that back to them, just gives me goosebumps. So thank you for doing the work you're doing with that. 
And um, yeah, thank you both for coming on the show. And what a perfect story to follow that with. Just to, to let you know that Jerry and Roger, they're human, right? I mean, yes. they're amazingly divine. But you know, they're married. They've also, they're, they've, back when they were on a date during their engagement, not everyone knows the story. <laughs> they might not they even might know. They might not even know. <laughs> Listen so, closely, gentlemen. So we just happened to know someone at the restaurant. A waiter tipped us off to this. But Jerry and Roger were on a date during their engagement. You know how stressful that can be. They're getting stressed about – it was the lead-up to the wedding. During dinner, they were arguing over which color cummerbund the wedding party would be wearing. That could be a big deal, right? Everyone's got their opinion. Things got heated when Jerry suggested that they go without cummerbunds entirely. Imagine how Roger felt. Finally, tiring of this argument over the cummerbund color, the two sat quietly sipping the wine they ordered with dinner. After a long silence, Roger said, I love you. Jerry responded, Is that you or the wine talking? Roger looked up surprised and said, That was me talking to the wine. It's the twins. The twins. The whispers. The twins from the whispers. <laughs> you guys want to sing us out? I know you guys are truth students. We're also twins. <laughs> Ready? Yes. And the beat goes on. Just like God's love everlasting. And the beat goes on. You better believe it. Still moving strong. On and on and on and on. The beat goes on. Visit DarylNed.com to find Jolly Jericho. Jerry Roberts, we love you. Jolly Roger Leslie, we love you. Oh, I forgot to say, and you could buy my new book. Break out of your box on Amazon. Daryl's new book. We love you. And the beat goes on. Just like God's love everlasting. And the beat goes on. Still moving strong. On and on and on. And the beat goes on. And the beat goes on. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards.